Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Ross, fuck me. It's like a, uh, a midnight recording here. What's going on? <laughs> it's only 9.45pm, isn't it? This is, which, is better, which is better when we did the 8.30am recording or this nah, one? This one is I was way better. Prick. Oh, it was bad. Uh, boy said his head Dave Warner modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, Jim. Australia's number one Bison fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. How are we going? Good, thanks. Really good. Today we come to you from the Frederick Herald Sock Company Twin Studios. This is a Big Lug production brought to you by our Platinum Partners for 2017. New finish car wash, the once a year car polish, Tarn Off, CLR Clear, Answered Australia, Renault Infinity, Savlaki Hut, Kids Heat Free, and Michelangelo's Chelsea Heights. Don't forget Lovely our Patreon kick. Oh, it's great. I particularly love the garlic bread there. It's really good. Ooh, some, yeah, of best, yeah, yeah. some of the best I garlic like the bread I've ever had. the chocolate pizza, said no one ever. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns. Give that we may record better. First yes. up, it's Women's Ashes, Alex. And it's over to you for a cap of what's happened today. Uh, well, it's just one name, right? Elise Perry. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah, thanks, guys. That dead air was amazing. Yeah, that's, um, isn't that so, two names? Well, it's two names, but one name. One, Big one name person. on campus, Elise Perry. Oh, 213 oh. red. Jesus. Oh, that's nice. Yep. So no one else in the Australian lineup scored a 50 in their first innings. God. So geez. England batted first, made 280, uh, bowled out, um, which I was like, oh, that's a reasonable score. And I think Australia were three for eighty at one stage. Yeah, and then I think we went yeah. to stumps overnight at five for one hundred and seventy. Yeah, yeah. and Australia yeah. had seventy of those. Yeah, we'd be we'd be lucky to you know get parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on that have uh, a parody party. Yeah, parody party. Ah, oh, yes, they're yeah. great. Those parody yeah. Actually, it's interesting because I thought Australia were in deep financial shit. Um, actually, <laughs> at, the, at Stumps, and then they got a parody party. Yeah, yeah had a parody so, yeah, party. Then they had a. Then they went past parody, didn't yeah, they? They went a we'll double your score party. Yeah, yeah. Um, so England bowled parody. seven bowlers. Yes, in uh, Australia's innings, and the lowest overs for the the bowler that bowled the least overs was eight overs. That was Heather Knight. Can you, if Noah made fifty and we got what four eighty? Is that what we got? Uh, yeah. Yes, four forty-eight. How many extras were there? There were 12 extras, Ooh, 10 leg buys mm. and one wide and one buy. So that's poor at test level. Mm. Leg, yeah. 10 leg buys, that poor. Yeah, get off the pads. Yeah, true. Get the good top point. Good point. Um, so there were no, a couple of, four, couple of 40s in the lower order, so the tail oh, really helped yeah. out Australia, just yeah. like they yeah, do they in did. men's cricket. I'll just jump in there, Alex, because it was um, Alyssa Healy with 45 that she and Elise Perry put on a, a century partnership, and then... Yep. Um, old T.M. McGrath made 47, <laughs> so nice. there's another century partnership there. Be- mm. Better than her namesake, the old Glenithan. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, yeah she put Glenn uh, to shame. Ross, quickly, did you just have a theory about who should now bat six for Australia? Oh, yes, yeah, so it's clear. Uh, Elise Perry just made 213 not out, and then she turned around and she's opened the bowling for Australia. That's it, so, she's so uh, she that's... bats and bowls. Yep, she uh, fits all the criteria for Australia's men's cricket team, number six. Yeah. I think she bowls better than Hilton Cartwright, too. Just I, I think, except for the one major criteria, yeah. She's, she's, she's got uh, all the criteria. Oh, she's going at 4.5 and over in the second. Yeah, she gets so. back. What's the uh, over-qualified. What's the situation? Um, England, uh, none for 37. Okay. 14.4 over. So, in that 480, and you only use like eight bowls, was there any Mick Lewis uh, style figures in the yeah, late? Yeah, let's have a look at some of those figures. Uh, no, not really. The uh, highest, 
highest run per over is 3.08. Oh, quite slow guy. batting. I think the wicket's yeah. quite slow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Laura Marsh, 44 overs, 109 runs, 3 for. And Sophie Bernie Eccleston, <laughs> uh, 37 <laughs> overs, 107 runs for 3 wickets. Yeah. So, can, I, can I just tell you yesterday, I, this is probably inappropriate, but I got a hard on watching women's cricket yesterday. Sim- simply because of the catch that Sarah Taylor took up at the stumps. Oh, yes, that I was saw that. Oh, I didn't see that. Just a, a thickish outside edge. Yes. She's standing yes, over the stumps and just gets the hands up. That was a beautiful yeah. catch. There was, she's a good isn't keeper. There talk of her being the best keeper in the world. Yeah, but she's yeah. a good keeper. Yeah, she's yeah. a good keeper. So could I jump in? Anyway. Yeah, could I jump in there, Bull? And so yep. I thought he's, you were going to say you got a hard on because they were one ahead of the over rate. Oh, I, I do love it. Over <laughs> rate. Yeah, over rates have been fantastic because <laughs> this is only a four day test, but they're bowling like hundred and four overs a day or something. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. It's good. It warms my heart. It's what Ooh. real cricket's all about. It's a pity that it's not five days because this looks like it's going to head for a draw. There's another day tomorrow. That's the last day. Uh, yeah, Australia would need to get the move and on and bowl them out quick, I think. Yeah, there's talk that um, Cricket Australia said they want to hold more women's tests, but they can't find opponents willing to play. But the rumour coming out of England is that England wanted to play two tests, and Australia said Cricket Australia said no, only wanted one. Oh, so, yeah. I think, okay. to be honest, I do think that Australia talk a lot of bullshit about women's cricket. Cricket Australia yeah. do. Like, Absolutely. They, they want it, but on their terms. They don't yeah, actually yeah, want yeah. I am um, so. Yeah. Like, speaking, because obviously this is going to go to a draw, like, is there any talk of having a fifth day? Like, like eventually, so. it's not, bring it up to mm. proper... Well, they're not trying proper to drag the men's back to, to four days, aren't they? Yeah, probably that's they're they're probably unlikely to take yeah, the women's to five. I don't know why it's... It's not the same. Why? Mm. Yeah. Well, what are they... What's the benefit of making it four days? Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Is it simply maybe, to... like, without being too sexist, just that the game weren't... They were only going... Three or four days. Yeah, maybe anyway, it's like so the women's never, tennis. Never was an issue. Yeah, maybe like, it's like women's tennis out three mm, sets compared to yeah, five. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they no have some reason. theory around it. But women still run the same distance in the back. I don't get the whole four day. If I could just get off women's ashes for a second, the whole four day thing. Yeah, it's like well, they want to stop test matches from petering out to boring draws on yeah. day five. Yeah, it's going to happen when there's only four days. Yeah, and vice versa. If it's if a team's getting beaten three days. Doesn't matter how many days the test has, because yeah, exactly. they're still getting smashed in three yeah. days. So I just yeah. don't get the thought process. Ross, do you have any input on that? Um, it's just so they can play them like golf tournaments. It always start on a Thursday. That's the uh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Cool. It yeah. is. It is. It's for TV, so they can schedule them one week after another after another, uh, and don't have this thing where they've got. A test starts uh, on okay. a Thursday, then the next one has to start on a Friday, then they have to have a weekend off, and the next one can start on yeah. the Thursday after that. It's, it's uh, yeah. purely for scheduling, and the, the scheduling's for television. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually was, don't yeah. have a problem with it at four-day tests if they bowl the proper number of overs in a day. Yeah, in the right amount of time. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mick? Oh, my, I was just <laughs> going to make the point that there's draws in the shield, and there's four days there. Yeah, that's And they're true. guys that are meant to be going hell for leather because they're trying to take wickets and make runs yeah. to get the test side. Yeah. So, and like, in theory, first-class cricket will be even more aggressive because they're trying to win a shield and they're trying to do this and get yeah. points and all that. So it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. more aggressive than a test match, yeah. and they're still having draws. Yeah. Like, Vix and SA, like, they were... 
they got three or four blokes there trying to get in the test side and really having a crack, and they still have. We see it a lot now too. A lot of teams' test level aren't prepared to lose to win. Yeah. So they'll just. Oh, who are you, Shane Warne? Yeah, I know. I know. It sounds like a wanky thing to say, but it's true. Yeah, but it's a bit yeah. like you are one. a wanky thing though, so that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Elitist. <laughs> it's a bit like what we're like under um some not not we but other teams. It's a bit like what Australia was like under A B. Yeah, yeah. We, just we, don't we, lose. we were weaker than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. So we're just like, well, let's not get beaten. Yeah, and if we win, well done. Yeah, yeah. And then once we got a bit stronger, then Mark Taylor coming in, he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to yeah. win, yeah. and that's where our crickets. Turned to that's what we're like now. Jeez, this has so, been high-brow conversation, fellas. Usually we're oh, calling yeah. each other pricks. Really? And, I think it's yeah. Yeah. a glass of cognac we're having at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> smoker's lounge. Yeah. <laughs> indoor, outdoor luxury barbecue that I'm hosting is going quite oh. well, just quietly. Oh, mm. nice. Indoor, outdoor eating. <laughs> mm. Our fresco, mate. Our fresco. Oh, it's, it's a la carte and it's off the menu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Alex, for that comprehensive women's ashes cap, as I like to call it. Not recap, oh, just a cap. Oh, wow. Mm. So um, they've got um, three T20s coming up, one at North yep. Sydney, and then um, obviously you're driving up to Canberra for the second and third ones next weekend. Yep. Yes, yeah, I've yep. got my season pass for women's international ashes cricket. At, so. at Monica. Monica. Yes, yeah, Monica just at Monica, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm doing it's a weird format they do it in with the one day's first, then the test, yeah. and then the T20s. Yeah. Usually yes. it's around, isn't it? Yes. So, maybe Curious. availability of ground So, if this one's up being a draw, so mm. we'll retain our two point lead. Yep. Yes. Yeah, you would have thought yes. so. Are the, are the T20s worth two? One. I think so. One. I thought they were worth one point. Uh, we we had this, this, we had this argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's say for argument's sake, they're worth two. That means it could go right down to the last game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good one. That's good. Yeah. Grab a couple of beers, hell. No worries. We'll yeah. do that. I'll grab some Nando's. So the um, the Richie Benno's female version were at the North Sydney yeah, Oval today they, playing the they trumpets. They made it out there, didn't they? Yeah. Saw that. They're playing the trumpet. I think, uh, no, yeah, they go. No, they weren't playing that. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, the ground looked full though. There, even, there were two thousand people there on the first day, on a Thursday. So that's pretty that's, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. Mm. It's, it's a, a pretty. Bloody, um, it looks like a great venue. Oh yes. Channel Nine couldn't find it in themselves to put it on Gem. They've got a a war movie made in nineteen ninety on oh, at the moment. That's yeah. Much more important. Well, that's right. We, everyone wants to see that. No one wants to see Elise Perry make 213. Boring. No one, yeah. no one wants to see elite female cricketers play the game. Let's, watch, elite, a, let's watch a midday movie but instead. But they did have yeah. the one days, didn't they? Yeah, they had the one days. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they've probably, got the, t- commercial. the T20s coming up. We'll be on. Yeah. But yeah, I did see probably, a fair a fair point on Twitter. Someone said, oh, couldn't they have just passed it off to SBS and who would put it on for free? Yeah, that's yeah. A good, another good point. Do they not fall under the anti-siphoning laws, the women's cricket? No, no they don't. No. Okay. But the thing no. I don't get, like, just to... This is my one of my cruxes. Is, um... With that many... We get, like... Because, like, with the way free-to-air TV is structured now, there's it's not really channels. many channels you can yeah. have. Yeah. They yeah, can put exactly. on just a channel for the four days and just play the cricket and turn the channel off. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah good point. Yeah. It's all digital. Yeah, yeah good call. Yeah. Yep. Very true, Mick. Or they could just... Solving the world's problems, aren't we? They yeah. could, um... Uh, oh, here we go. Ashes point system revamped. This is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, a bit of I research, heard. Ross. <laughs> oh, yes. 
2015 Women's Ashes. No, that's from four years ago. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried. Move that's on. We tried. Yeah, we tried long and hard. Too. Move yeah. on. We've given oh, it. Oh, we had we had our gun researcher our on the um, on the case too. Who would have thought? Okay, each limited <laughs> overs win is worth two points. One point if the game is a tie or abandoned. Mm-hmm. While the winner of the test will walk away with four points. Or two points each if it's a draw. Well, that doesn't help. You might as well give out zero each. There's no point giving two each. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yes. And the P20s? <laughs> no, all the limited overs matches are worth two points. Ah, so oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah, So a T20 is worth as much as a 50 over game. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. So you just take the one days and win the T20. Yeah. So they will be kicking themselves though that they didn't win that third ODI because they yeah. were cruising and they're just hitting fly ball like baseball style, hitting fly balls to midfield or whatever. Yeah, it was <laughs> mm. Okay, well that's the women's ashes explored in depth. Uh, thank yes. you to Google for that. We move on now to shield cricket and um, last weekend it was um, a great weekend of cricket because there were three shield matches on and a tour match you know it just warms the heart doesn't it when they oh, sort of cobbles, uh, mate. yeah so, oh, had to have a cold shower on Saturday night just to calm down <laughs> after it all that mm. was nice that uh, Mick and I got out to one that was I haven't been to yes. a Shepherd Shield game in I reckon oh, yeah. about three years. And you got sunburnt mm. too, didn't you, Mick? So you got the full experience. Yeah. Yes. Perfect yeah. sunburn. I've got the full experience, on, on which I'll knees. touch on later in the village segment mm. that I've got. <laughs> well, we'll start with that game because it was South Australia versus Victoria, the MCG. It was some uh, game. Jake Lehman made a ton. Yep. Yes. Yeah, 322. And, a, and, a and um, Big Scott Boland took four for 71 the first innings. Uh, Victoria's yep. first innings... Marcus Harris made a ton, and yes, uh, Glenn, Glenn Maxwell well. made 60. Yep, Finchie got about 60 as well. Finchie yep. got 60 as well. Finchie, uh, what happened to Glenn Maxwell? Did he get hit in the arm or something, trying to avoid a bounce? Sternum. He got hit in the sternum, and then as it hit him, he kind of, because he was trying to play a pull shot. And then sort of got out the and way. And got his hands out the way and hit him in the sternum, and then it wrapped around, wrapped around and went off his sternum onto the stumps. Yeah, but he went off his bloody crook, didn't he? Yeah, when he was walking off, we thought he caught one in the head and thought he had a concussion because yeah, he was like taking twice as long to get off. Yeah, hunched over. And was really hunched over. And what it was is apparently he couldn't break. Oh, Jesus. He's cracking mm. the sternum. like his lungs have all like stopped on him and he's just like trying to pull in deep ones. Yeah, yeah. right. It was so bloody looked, scary when I looked at it. I was like, oh, yeah, he looked really he could be in a bit of trouble here. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, he um, it well up to that point. Yeah, yeah, he did. Finchie... He's been at three, Glenn Maxwell, which is the right move. He's going to play test cricket. He's going to bat yeah, three. I agree. Um, Finchie took to Aaron Adam Zamper, I believe. Yeah, hit him for just three, kept pumping him into the stands. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. One went like was a proper six. Went about fifteen rows back. Jeez, went a side screen. He's like straight back over Zamper's head. Yeah, yeah smacked him. Yeah. So Zampa had 22 overs, one for 123, which is 5.6 runs and over. Oh. <laughs> but even um, like Maxwell was. Charging him and hitting him inside out of yeah, cover. inside out over cover, just going bang. It was yeah. lovely. It was good to watch. It was a great day. They um the weird the thing Vicks. was go Mick. Oh, I was just saying because Bull and I were sitting there watching, and I'm sitting there the whole time going, "Why is Travis Head still bowling him? Because he was getting carded. Yeah, Head should have bought himself one yeah. if he wanted to spin. And we were sitting there the whole time going, "You're captain and you're a spinner. Just bring yourself on." Yeah. Eventually, he did, but he didn't do much better. No. But it's like they've just been. I don't know where, like you know, because you hear these things, like whether it was handed down. 
by Sam oh, Australia yeah. to get overs into him yeah. because he was getting pummeled well, and they just kept bowling him. That's that's no good for anyone. No. Well, I know it took wickets, but he went at a fair clip. He went yeah. at about five and over as well. He yeah. um, took four for. Well, we rocked up at the end of the... So we got there for the second day. So it was the end of SA's innings and we saw the, pretty much the whole Victorian innings. Um, Fala took, he was getting belted, but then he took the tail, like, three for none in yeah. about ten balls. Yeah, yeah. So it made his figures a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go That was interesting that um, the Vicks were cruising three for 294, yeah, and then all yeah. out 345. Terrible crash. Yeah. Mm. But, um... Lots of middle-order 60s. Yeah. The new and improved Nick... Uh, Nick. The new and improved Glenn Maxwell, <laughs> Nicky Maxwell was actually... He had batted really well. Yeah, like, he did. He did, like... You can see that he's obviously been given some advice and he's taken it on heart and he's actually like, if he keeps going like that, he'll have a good season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Australia's second innings, Cal Ferguson was the story there. 182 not out out of a big, total of 370. Big Daddy 100, Ross. Yeah, big <laughs> Mac Daddy 100. Making Mark Law look shit. Yeah, and red a red Mac Daddy 100. Oh, Man, that's what you yeah. like. Yeah, and um, John T. Lehman there made 93, so that was good for him. Yeah. So maybe Ferguson, with that 180 red, his average might have ticked over 30? Yeah, 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 yeah no, 37. He's just passed Barry McCullum's 37.5. Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand legend. Yep. New Zealand legend. And in the Vic's second innings, it was all about making 50s in the middle order. Maxwell, Hanscom, Finch made half centuries. Mm. And then it was Siddle and Boland at the end who just blocked it out for a draw. Uh, big lug bowling. Yeah, big lug. Mm. So under the new point system, do we still get first innings, or is that all? Like, no, that's all like, gone. Yeah, Victoria got point nine seven eight six three uh, two Alex, points. Alex, yes. Victoria three point oh five, South Australia three point oh nine. Oh, that oh nine is going to help them us. come finals time. Oh yeah, it's, it's they they beat us by point zero four of a point, and fair that's enough too. Scored more runs than us. <clears throat> yeah, it's a weird that's system, it. but like. We, yeah. We've won the first innings. Mm. I like it how this yeah. podcast hasn't even bothered to work out how it works. Well, no that's one's bothered like to work it out except for Ross. He just reads it and goes, right, that's I why just it read it work. out. Yeah. yeah it doesn't yeah. make any bloody sense. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We move on to an, uh, the next game, which was um, New South Wales versus WA at Hurstville Oval, the postage stamp with the cycling track around it. Yeah, that was a murder. Yeah, and... Um, I found out why, because they're re-turfing the outfield at the SCG, and there's been no cricket at the SCG until the first game at a BBL, which is like December 18 or 20 or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they're taking that... forever to re-turf that ground. It wasn't someone having a whinge on Twitter about it. So more... No, Dad, it's Twitter. It was, it was before the AFL and Sydney Swans were playing. That was um, Jim Maxwell. Yeah. That's what it was, Jim Maxwell. <laughs> I think he raises a fair itself. point. Yeah, well, I think he raises a fair point as... Didn't um, uh, we'll get to this a little bit later, Alex? In in the compost, but um, yes. didn't the retiring fuckwit who's the uh, fucked up the ground at the SCG uh, have a go at Steve Smith? Lizzie Burdett is that his name? No, nah. Parker. Tom Parker. Yeah, Tom, yeah. Parker, oh, Tom yeah. Piggy Parker. Yeah. Did we talk about this on the last episode? Mm, I don't think so. Or have we talked about in private? Uh, like Ross had it before. <laughs> Ross, can I just interject for a second? Off yep. mic now. You really need to listen to the pre-record meeting because Alex doesn't have a segment today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just put that out, mate. Putting the pressure on him. I just putting the pressure on him. So it, it was like mixed it. mate Jahai Richardson who took four for WA, but the real story was that um, Josh Hazelwood's back. He demolished yes. the top order. He got Smash, Hilton, Hank Cartwright, and Mitch Marsh. Bang, bang, bang. Two ducks and a two in there. 
And then nice. Stark came in and took a hat-trick. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. And then batting it for a second time, it was the Steve Smith show. He made 127. Uh, New South Wales, 300 declared. Yes. And then turn around, uh, Sean Marsh made 91. Hilton Cartwright made a pair. <laughs> oh. uh, so Cummins got him that time. Yeah. And then Stark went whack, whack, whack at the end and wrapped it up Another. with a hat-trick. Another hat trick. That's gold. Yeah. But he, Steve Smith just cheered through hundreds like Bernie Delaney, didn't he? Yes. He's dead <laughs> set. Just, he just loves a ton. So this was interesting because Cam Bancroft made 86 and he's been wearing the gloves for WA because Sam Whiteman, I think, has had a knee reconstruction in the off-season. Mm-hmm. And so um, WA were none for 179. And then they're all out 223. <laughs> Jeez. Well, the uh, Australian... Uh... <laughs> Tradition of collapses is continuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all picked for the first yeah, test. Yeah. But um, the funny thing I found about that was is that now all these people are trying to say, well, Bancroft should keep the yeah, yes. test, and you know, know he's the bolter and rah rah. And yeah. I read it, I was, as, I, as we do, reading Twitter, and a bloke put a stat up on Twitter and said, Bancroft has played 65, I think it is, first yeah, class game. He's kept, he's kept three times. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So he, he keeps in limited games. overs, but never in a... Yeah. Yeah. But well, to be fair, he nearly only kept in seven first-class games that he was picked for Australia. Yeah, so. yeah but there's hmm. a different, like... Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, he's a better player. He, he, he is yeah. not, you know, so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Roscoe. Uh, would you believe the player of the match in that game was Mitch Stark? Hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't read about it. I don't know. It wasn't Hank. WA got one point, which was more than Hank contributed, and New South Wales 7.7. Ross, did mm. Hank bowl in that game? Sorry? Did Hank bowl in that game? Yeah, he did. He got Steve Smith in the first innings. Yep. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, we moved... Think, whoever, whoever the smartest was on the Cricket Australia website or the Twitter wrote, maybe Steve Smith will start to rate his bowling now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Smith's already on 70 when that happens. Yeah, he was on 70, yeah. So um, we move now to the third and final game, which was Tasmania versus Queensland at Bell River Oval in Hobart. This one was uh, all right. This was all right. It was a low-scoring affair in the first yeah, three it innings. Certainly was Mick Nisa six for fifty-seven, dominating. Yeah, so Tassie were all out one eighty-six, and Queensland replied with a one eighty-one all out. Mm. It was the wildebeest with thirty-five leading the way, but um, it was the Fine brothers man. Bird Rainbird who took six for <laughs> ninety-one between them. <laughs> And uh, Tassie's second innings, they were looking okay. Uh, Jordan Silk and our man, Alex Doolan, uh, were together there at one stage. They'd guided, the, guided uh, Tassie to one for 92, and then all hell broke loose, and they're 150 all out. Oh, how, did, um, how did everyone's favourite prick behind the stumps go? Matty Wade, 17. Old, good old Mark Steckity got him. Yeah. And so it was... he, can't be, he can't be in the mix now. No, no. Fuck. None of the keepers have made any runs, so Carey's made a couple of 20s, and Neville's made a few 20s as well. Like, no one's done anything. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Hanska walks out there with the gloves yeah. on first test, fellas. <laughs> I think that's why everyone got so excited mm. about Bancroft, because the other guys yeah. were meant to be, like, the three in the yeah. mix. But like you said, he's not a keeper. So. No, he's not. Uh, Ross, can I just mm. touch on something from that Tasmanian game? Yes. Uh, did you see that article about Matthew Wade via Darren Berry during the week? He fired him. No, no, no. I said via. Via. No. Oh, via. via, sorry. So, Darren Berry came out on foxsports.com.au, I think. Okay. I think that was the source. Yeah. .com.nz, no? 
No, no, no. <laughs> and said that Tasmania don't want Matthew Wade. So Matthew Wade may be the first person to go from test incumbent to grade cricket because they want right. Tim Payne to keep for him. Why? They, they, they rate Tim Payne higher. But I've Tim, heard that as well. That's, I must have read something. That's interesting because Tim Payne hasn't been their regular keeper in Shield cricket for three years. Nah, but they want him for some reason. Because mm. Wade's a prick. I actually think Barry is wrong there completely um, because they, they, they've got Jake Doran was their keeper for the first half of last year and then they had Ben Dunk the year before. Uh, mm. Tim Payne, okay, maybe he's learnt to catch again or something, but he hasn't been their regular shield keeper for two I, seasons. I can confirm, Ross, that Tim Payne hasn't learnt to catch again because he dropped two in the Caxi game. <laughs> right. So yeah. why do they want him? Because he's probably a better keeper than Wade, to be fair. Well, that's a fair point, and he's probably a better. They're probably point. a better bat because he made fifty odd against the Poms. But why? I'd, why? I'd suggest Tim Payne's a horrible batsman who's good for thirty, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, Don't say head scratch why he even moved there. Yeah, I'm not. He's from there. I know CA can overrule everything. Yeah, he is from there too. Good point. The, yeah. He's had a kid. He's from there. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like but, mate. The, the Victorian keeper gets hit. Gets get. Keeps getting hit in the bonds and can't keep anyway. So mm. it's not like Wade wouldn't have had a job. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was family it was a bit reasons. reasons. Family reasons. Yeah, family reasons. Okay. So like it was maybe he was homesick or something. Like Dane Beams, Cricket Tasmania family going to pay him more than Garros. Garros. Family. Garros. <laughs> the um, Luke Feldman, the cop, took five for thirty-one in Tasmania's second innings, and Corey. then uh, Taz, uh, Queensland was set the target of one hundred and fifty-six to win the game. And Joe Burns made 70 and then kicked over his stumps when he got bowled, I believe. Or hit him with his bat. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. that bad. I saw the replay of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, it got made out to be a lot worse. Yeah. It'll at, be a week, though. At that yeah. level, yeah, you got to go. The, but he just sort of brushed it. Gone, yeah, just tapped the off stump. And yeah. at, the top of the, at the top of the innings, I noticed that there's a player made a Cowan ton. Matt Renshaw, 19 oh, off 109 no. balls. Should we yes. rename it a Renshaw ton now? Oh, I think it's... Well, if he does it again, I'm going to call it a Renshaw. He did a Renshaw, did a Renshaw. Uh, it's got to do it at a test match first before we can mm. call it a Renshaw. We've oh, done that many a time. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like a low score off 100. Oh, yeah, yeah. like 20 off 100. Yeah, off 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sager would have been sitting there and rubbing his hands together going, see, I told you he's this pressure on him. <laughs> 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 Queensland, seven points. Tassie, one. No decimals in that game. Surprising. Mm, okay. That's weird. Yeah. That'll cost them in finals time, mate. Oh, that will. Yeah, yeah, why didn't Queensland push hard to get a 7.01? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Jerks. Yeah. Maybe the umpire doesn't, doesn't get it, so he rounded them down. Yeah. <laughs> I blame match referee Bob Parry. <laughs> and the umpires, Michael Graham Smith and John Ward. Oh, well done. Thanks for coming out. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, well, on that comprehensive wrap-up... Sh- oh, sorry, the next round of Shield Cricket... Don't go away yet. The next round of Shield Cricket... Start- it, just when you think it's over, it starts again. <laughs> the caravan rolls on. Yeah, the caravan of cricket rolls on for matches 7, 8 and 9. Match number 7 is Victoria versus Tasmania at the MCG. So you can roll in after work, David. Thank you. Uh, the eighth we'll match is... Queensland versus New South Wales at Brisbane. And then WA versus South Australia at the WACA ground in Perth. Is this a pink ball fixture? No, they're day games, 10.30am local time uh, in Melbourne and Perth. 10am local time, Brisbane starts. And they are Monday to Thursday matches. Ah, that's okay. Mm. 
Yes. Monday to Thursday. Sweet. Everyone loves a non-weekend Shield game. <laughs> All right. Well, that comprehensive wrap-up of Shield cricket, it's over now to Mick for some local cricket. Oh, yes. All righty. Thank oh, you, Roscoe. Yes, All righty. So uh, we start off this uh, episode's local cricket with Amrit Pal Sanzi. Yep. Pal Sanzi. Easy yeah. for you to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I even practiced trying to say that at home and couldn't get it right. <laughs> so, um, so young uh, Amrit Pal... Is he took 15 wickets in a recent match for the West Melbourne Cricket Club in the Western Suburbs Churches and Community Cricket Association? Do you reckon there'd be any sledging in that one? Ah, oh, yeah. Ooh, I I you're a bad Christian. Yeah, yeah, there would have been. I didn't see you. You only kneeled on one knee during that prayer. I saw you, buddy. <laughs> um, so, uh, Sansy took. You call that a genuflect? Get out of town. How's your pews, you dickhead? <laughs> your pews don't have padding, you wanker. Um, so, Sansy took 6 for 27 and 9 Amen. for 25. <laughs> which included 14 wickets in a single day. Fuck. Yeah, so. Rouse. Yeah, so they call him the queen. They call him the king of swing, and it's fair to say he had quite the day out. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So next from there, we... <laughs> so for the next from there we move over to the West Gippsland Cricket Association, which from memory is where the guy who last episode was from the West Gippsland uh, Cricket Association too. But this is a higher grade than that. Another jipper. <laughs> so we uh, we check out Devon Meadows batsman Brad Miles. So Brad come out to bat when the scores were two Mate. for twenty two. Which you been Uh Brad was then dropped on six. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, like, oh, I might. Did he make them I pay? Might, so I he, might so make him pay. He did make them pay. <laughs> so he might have gone, I'm going to take full advantage of this. And he went on to post 260 <laughs> off 223 balls. This included 24 fours and 12 sixes. Shit. As uh-huh. I make going with the butterfingers. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just to stop you there. So. How do they know how many balls? Well, like, if you've got the My Cricket Oh, they can into app, the My Cricket Court yeah. scoring app. Do they have, so, in that competition mix, sorry to interrupt, do they have yeah. people who, do they have a club A that owns an iPad and then they have a geriatric fuck who can use one? What's going yes, on? Yes, <laughs> Or they've got some nuffy like that Tasmanian bloke who, you know, <laughs> does, can't do anything else. fucking name? Can't oh, do anything else. I Bulls, so, mate. Um, <laughs> so, Devon Meadows... <laughs> Batted their entire 80 overs because it's a two day fixture. Yeah, nice. Eight for 441. <laughs> oh. Come and chase that, fellas. Yeah, so, so uh, good luck to those boys. Sorry, eight for 441. <laughs> I reckon, look, if you're going to make over 400, you should go all out. Oh, right? That's pathetic. That's, Just block yeah. it out for 441. I think you, know? yeah, you raise a very good point there, Alex. Uh, I think Tip, <laughs> Matt, Tip Madsley would be wild with that. He said, why oh, aren't they furious. all out for 450 in the second last ball of the day? You know? Do you know why Tip <laughs> Madsley would be wild? Because he'd say, as soon as you get 400, you should declare it. Get them in and try and take a couple oh, of wickets. It's yeah. <laughs> the right it's attitude. you not declare <laughs> Yeah, I know. Some, should have, close, some of us have been close to a 50 towards the yeah, end. Of they should yeah. have declared with two overs left, so have one for change and then into one for one. <laughs> yes. no, no change anymore. You haven't played cricket a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no change. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. They should have declared with two overs to go and had one from each end and into them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our third performance in the local cricket fixture 
Uh, we'll take this one with a massive grain of salt. Oh, this guy. <laughs> All right. So, oh, this guy. So in a, T20, in a T20 match between the Disha Cricket Academy and the Pearl Academy. What? In, which is in India. I'm just warming up. Yeah, sorry. Pearl Academy. Apparently, Eddie Vedder owns I'm that. Just, I'm just yeah. warming the vocals <laughs> up. I was, yeah. was going to say, it's not the Pearl Necklace Academy. I've seen a couple oh. of videos. Oh. <laughs> I, I know we're on late, but that's a bit blue. It's late, mate. We're too late. All right, so this one has been doing the rounds on a few websites and that. So in Indian teenager Akash Chowdhury, yep. took all ten wickets without conceding a run Fuck. whilst playing for Disha. Bullshit. <laughs> so he bowled four overs, four maidens, ten four zero. Shut how many? Up. How many you had to? <laughs> I'm going to get to that. Sorry. Calm down. <laughs> all right. So, calm down. So what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Go. I'm just. I'm warm enough. <laughs> you just cantankerous is what you say. So he's, he's a 15-year-old left-arm medium pacer. Oh, yes, lefty, my man. I'm back on him. So for, in his first three overs, he took two wickets in each over to give him six. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. In the final over, he took the remaining four wickets, clearly, including a hat trick. Oh, okay. So only one. So eight of the ten batsmen were dismissed for a duck. The guy who top scored made 13. Oh, milk so the, the other, other red. Belgian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, any buys in there, mate? No, I didn't bother that. Yeah. I bet there's a few buys. Six of the wickets were bold and four were LB. So it's just cheating. Four oh, LBs. Oh, mate, probably yeah. uh, the cockroach just left. Dharmas don't get LBs. So that's no. just bulldust. Yeah, no. Um, did you see how confused yeah. we were there when you said the first three overs he took two per over, so that's six. And then me and Gid looked at each other and just went... Uh, yeah, that's six. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Having, having <laughs> three drives two is six, boys. That's how my eyes just rolling around in their head. It's like you asked me to square root or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so our final local cricket is a little bit closer to home, and it and it occurred in the oh, Kelly Res- in the Kelly Reserve. Um, so it's the Kelly Shield second eleven grade Kelly Reserve. You'll piss yourself in the off. North Metro Cricket Association. Hey, we play in that association. <laughs> yeah. And it was in the match today between West Ivanhoe United. You'll piss yourself. That's off. us. Which is us yeah. versus Fiji Victoria, which one of Ross's favourite clubs. That's them. Yes. That's them. One of them. Left-handed ginger balding opening batsman, <laughs> fat-ass batsman Dylan Delaney was out. Handled ball. <laughs> I told you it loses. I told you it loses. Without an official umpire, yes, that's yeah. not yeah. So he was given out by West Ivanhoe United teammate slash vice captain slash life, legend. life legend. member and legend uh, slash Doug Bollinger fan. Yes, slash man with a rug. Johnny Addy. <laughs> so, so from what we've been told, one kind of bobbled up on Dylan. He's prodded at it and it shot up a bit. And he's got he's taken his left hand off the bat, yeah. and as it's gone to the, towards the stumps, he's just slapped it away. And Johnny's just looked at him, and they all appeared, and Johnny just shook his head and put his finger up. Yeah. You know what he said after the game, Ross? I'll tell you what he said. Mm. I didn't even give a chance to answer that question, because you don't know what he said, because you weren't there. He <laughs> said... <laughs> I wasn't there. He said, I didn't know that was a rule. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So Dylan Delaney's <laughs> quote was, I did not know that that is yeah. a rule. He also said he carried on until he was told it was a rule yeah. and then was fine about it. Oh, he's fine about <laughs> and it. Another, and another quote from the from the gems that come out of this conversation with him was, I've watched every game of cricket yep. and never seen someone go out handle ball. Uh, he must have missed that Steve Waugh in India one where he did it. Yeah, yeah. or Graham Gooch is the other one we had. Yeah. 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 
Uh, thank you, Mick. I've actually got two um, local cricket ones to Ooh. share with you. I've Don't got, be uh, taking his segment, Ross. No, no. I, I told, I, in, if you were listening to our uh, production meeting, Bull, while you were having Nando's, I said to Mick, yeah. I'll, I'll stick a couple on the end, okay? Be ready. Man. Ross always has good ones, but yeah. I'm happy with this. It's all yeah. about the C, 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 C. Go on, mate. Oh, I haven't been following the goats. I've got to get on the goats. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Just not get, I'm just not getting out and around the grounds on the Saturday afternoon like I used to. Yeah, just, I don't know. Got to get down to the, the goats, yeah. Anyway, this was one today from um, uh, the Bendigo District Cricket Association. Eagle Hawk were playing Bendigo United Cricket Club at uh, famous Canterbury Park in Eagle Hawk. And oh, famous. Famous, famous. Used to have a dog track around it. Uh, it doesn't it anymore. Doesn't now, oh, like it doesn't now. <laughs> yeah, like the Gabba. It's like the Gabba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a famous old grandstand built in the 1920s or yep. something like that. Anyway, the the club is 161 years old. Eagle Hawk. Sure. Eagle Hawk's a very old town. 161 years old. Today they had the batsman Jeremy Brown made the highest score in that club's history, 215. He made. Mm. Wow. Mm. So that's really, quite impressive. Really, there wasn't a higher score in no. the entire history than that. No. And that was the highest score in, in 161 years. Yeah, well, that it, old son. That's yeah. not a legit club, because back in the day, like the 1880s oh. and shit, uncovered. They, that's they like, just put on, like, millions. That's like um, Sunderland, where Watto plays. He got the highest score yeah. ever. Yeah. He got the highest score the other, yeah. the other week. We are talking about it. He made 170 or something. Yeah. Okay, so not legit clubs, I reckon. Okay, righto. Shut What's the your other up. one, Ross? Put yeah, me I've in got, the task. I've, I've if, you, got if you're some... 161 years old and the high score is 215. Yeah, well, he, uh, he, he, passed, he, passed, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> he passed the highest score, which was there were eight blokes made 211. They just couldn't right. get past it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not daddy 200s, just making little ch- children 200. Yeah. Little piddling. I've got one in our history. Yeah. Piddling little double tons, yeah. Okay. What's the next one, Ross? Right, the next one is also about a double century. Uh, this is from an under-16 game in the Bendigo District Cricket Association. Uh, Riley Burns made 200 not out, including 29 fours and six sixes. He faced 140 balls. Yeah, right. Yep, that sounded amazing, mate. I heard probably two words out of it. Okay. I heard he made, and that's about it. He made 200 not out, including 29 fours and six sixes. Oh, six nice. sixes. Yeah. Yep. All in one over, I hope. <laughs> yeah. The reason you don't hear stuff, Alex, is not because of our Skype connection or my internet. It's because you talk all the time. <laughs> uh, we haven't literally. We haven't said a word in about ten minutes, mate. <laughs> oh, literally. Yeah, you've been literally. pretty good today. Okay. Right. He faced a hundred. Didn't have any pre cognacs. That's why. No, I just talked right. over Ross saying yeah. that pre cognacs. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'll just, I'll just wait until you finish talking, and then I'll go. Yeah. See how that works for us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he did it. He made 140 balls. Sorry, he faced 140 balls before he retired on 200. His wow. teammate was Campbell's... he forced to retire? Was it like a 35 over game? We have to retire at 50. But are you done? I am done. Yes, mate. Okay. Right. Teammate Campbell Smith added 100 not out, including 13 fours. As Kangaroo Flat made two for 378 off their 50 overs. Oh. Mm. And so, in reply, then, the Strathdale Sons, the Strathdale Maristian Sons, James Barry, made 127 not out, and they made five for 252 in reply. So, it was a very high scoring oh, wow. under 16s match. 
at uh, Waruna College in White Hills in Bendigo. There you go. Just is it a big ground there, Ross? Is that what it's a school? Called? It's a school ground, so I have no idea. I assume it wouldn't be on the large side, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Imagine it's been that pretty part. dry up that part of the world too. Yeah, I did pretty fast. fast. Yeah, it's yeah, just start smacking, mate. Any rain up there? No, no. <laughs> over. Uh, well, that segment is over. What's and next, now, Ross? Now it's on to the Rod Marsh Diaries. Oh, yes, oh, great. Nice. This will be good with you yeah. popping in and out. Can you please project here, Ross, because I really want to hear the Rod Marsh Diaries. Okay, here we go. So we go back in time a little bit. Uh, we're going actually back to the start of the Ashes series and the end of the Pakistan tour. So we previously yes, talked yes. about Boxing Day. Here we go. Uh, the 1980 tour of Pakistan was worse than most because of the terrible hidings we got. Full marks to the Pakistanis, though. They played the game to suit the conditions, and they, air quotes, did us like dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Upon returning to Australia, we were considerably heartened by the knowledge that Greg Chappell would be back in the side. It was presumed that he would be captain, and that's how it turned out. I say it without real proof, but I was told by several people in the know, air quotes, that Greg was given the job only on condition that he agreed to tour Sri Lanka and go on to the World Cup in England. I was also told, and again I speak without real authority, that if a certain article had not appeared in Playboy magazine, then I would have had, then I would have had the captaincy. I really don't know about that one. But it was great to see Chapel back in charge of affairs. He has been such a great player for Australia, and his very presence commands respect and confidence among the team. Okay, so some context there. That was that time where Greg Chapel was picking and choosing which tours he'd go on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim, so, Kim if Hughes. I can, Ross, I'll just yes, go. Because I read his book, so uh-huh. So what was happening was he had a job with an insurance firm, which was like through his wife's dad or something. Mm. And they were getting irritated with him for constantly having time off. So mm. he and he had a young family and stuff. So he was picking and choosing when he was going to play. Right. Okay. Well, that that is good context. Yeah. And and Kim Hughes would deputise that would stand in as captain when Greg Chapel wasn't playing. So then I thought, well, that's interesting that you mentioned there, Rodney, about a, an interview in a Playboy magazine. So turn over a few pages, and here it is: the Playboy interview with Rodney Marsh. And uh, here it is. Uh, Playboy. By the time this interview appears, you'll be in the closing stage of the Test Series in Pakistan, playing once again under the leadership of Kim Hughes. Can you put the record straight on the captain-player relationship between you and Hughes? Marsh. Yes, there's no problem from my point of view. Having played under Tony Locke, John Inverarity, Ian and Greg Chappell, I guess Kim suffers a lot by comparison as a captain. He's still learning about the game. But you don't deny that you have challenged some of his on-field decisions? Marsh. I don't agree with some of the decisions he makes, and I feel it's my duty to tell him. He listens, but that doesn't overcome the real problem. You tell him something, but a week later, he's doing the same thing again. Playboy, are you saying he has a deep-seated resentment to your advice? No, I don't think he resents advice at all. In many ways, he's a very naive person, and like most of us, he works on adrenaline. When his adrenaline is pumping, he makes decisions that aren't calculated. This is borne out in his approach to batting. For years, everyone has realised that he's a very good technician, particularly on Australian wickets, but so many times he's thrown his hand away. Every senior player he's played with has told him to curb his impetuous, impetuosity, (laughs) but he still hasn't come to grips with that. It's disturbing for one so talented not to be doing as well as he should. Mind you, I want to make it quite clear that I'm very proud to be playing for Australia and I'll play under anyone. But having said that, I honestly prefer to play under several other players who I think would do a better job than Kim. So, right. 
That was Rod Marsh talking to Playboy magazine. Can you imagine a current day player doing an interview with yeah. Playboy, first of all, or <laughs> sa- or saying Having even... Having an actual interview with yeah, Playboy. Or, yeah, or actually even saying half the stuff he does. He basically says he can't stand Kim Hughes and thinks he's shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, no well, player would say anything like, like that. You go to Zoo magazine and say Steve Smith's a shit cat. David Waters the man likely yeah. to do that in here, really. Oh, I think it's extraordinary. And um, he's got, there's three pictures of Rodney, like there's Thinking Rodney, then there's Happy Rodney, and then there's Laughing Rodney, and each one's got a quote. So I'll read you the three quotes. Please do. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, right? yeah. the first one, quote, I probably captain the side most times anyway. I can work out the angles better than anyone from behind the stumps. That old chestnut. <laughs> uh, second one, this is thinking, Rodney. Quote, most of my trouble stems from the fact that I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> what? But I know Ian Chappell well and I like him. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Anyway, this is laughing, Rodney. Lily's learnt so much about the art of fast bowling that all he has to do now to get wickets is just turn up. <laughs> all right so yeah, perhaps not the the most the best bit of this book but anyway i just thought you couldn't go past a playboy interview just for its randomness yeah, the playboy oh yeah thing. it's bloody weird no. mate yes very weird and he just bags the fuck out of kim hughes basically yeah. i think they all did there's a bit of yeah. bullying going mm. on back in yeah. the era, wasn't yeah. it they um yeah well there's the the famous footage like kim crying in the mm. press conference when he had to stand down as captain because they yeah. These guys basically, like Marsh and Lily, because mm. they were superior, because they, they were at WA as well, and they were yeah. like... They were older. He was know, younger. So much mm. older than him and that. They just mm. always put their two cents in and didn't really give him the chance to make his mistakes. The problem too is you got to make your own mistakes and learn from them. Just because you make a mistake and say, like Rob Marsh says, yeah, don't do that again. Not yeah. everyone's going to learn from that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's an interesting place to be learning from it at test level. Don't yeah. get serious on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get well, serious. Seeing as we <laughs> are serious, yeah. we should go from one extreme to the other. It's over to David now for Village. Oh, yes, please. Oh. Uh, so, <clears throat> oh, jeez. <laughs> I had about eight frogs in the throat there. <laughs> All right, so we've heard about, obviously, cricket pre-seasons. Um, yeah. You know, it's just a, a lot of shuttle running. Yeah, high knees. Uh, high yeah. knees. Yeah. Uh, lots of time spent in the nets. Yeah. I saw the drinking equivalent the other day when I was at the Sheffield Shield yeah. for the Vicks versus uh, SA game. Now, there's a, probably about a dozen reptiles sitting in the crowd. Um, <laughs> and and waiting yourself. For, sorry, Ross, what was that? And yourself, yeah. I am myself, yeah. So probably 13 reptiles, if we're being fair. Um, they were waiting for the bars to open at the uh, the mighty MCG. Yes. One bar and the whole place open. Yeah. And they kept it well stocked, let me tell you, for these boys. So I saw the drinking equivalent. It, one of the best things I would saw the whole day was towards the end of the day, the boys were pretty leathered. Would have had the sun shit beaten out of them. Yeah. They're going to take a photo with a security guard yeah oh, so one God. bloke puts his hand up and says right I'll take the photo no stress yeah sits on the fence as he leans back to take the photo falls off the fence onto the mighty MCG <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was sensational that would have hurt they're quite oh, high absolutely yeah one point of this story which makes it even better that David has forgot to mention they were all in full whites. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Look, no. I say drinking pre-season because I'd obviously thought that 
you know, Boxing Day test coming up. These yeah. boys really need to get a good session in. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. fair play to them. Well done. Uh, but watching this, mate, fall off the fence. Yeah. Oh, that, that was funny. Yeah. Made just, my day. Just like any pre-season session, you sort of get a bit, like, cooked it towards yep. the end of it, mate. Oh, so, yeah. oh these boys were yeah. cooked. Let They'll be better for the run, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I've got um, another one here. Josh Philippe, who... Uh, played for the WA11 against the Poms in the oh, first yeah. tour game. The Frenchman, Philippe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he batted really well against the Poms too. Batted all the way through to lunch. Yeah. Um, and I thought, geez, this kid's really got a bit going for him, hasn't he? He's going to be a good player. First ball after lunch, charges down the wicket and gets stumped. If that ain't, <laughs> if that ain't sixth grade, I don't know what is. <laughs> uh, we've obviously mentioned Adam Zever getting pumped into the stands by Maxwell and Aaron Finch, so... Proper village cricket. Yep. Leggy getting carded. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of village, Gurinder Sandhu was playing for the uh, CA11 yes, against the England's yeah. uh, touring Open side. Open the bowling. Open the bowling. And this is my point. Open the bowling, A, in long sleeves. Oh. You can't be doing that no. as a top flight opening bowler. No. And had the biggest watch known to man hanging <laughs> off his wrist like real Usman Kawadi bigger oh. than Usman or Usman uh, I would say slightly bigger than Usman no not slightly it was like a fucking sundial <laughs> on his wrist <laughs> you gotta think too like Gorinda's a lot bigger than Usman so if yeah, the watch is looking massive there oh, like, yeah. it might like, cut, like probably cover all Usman's face she was your real um, <laughs> she was your real flavour flavour style ah. just hanging oh, off yeah, his wrist oh yeah just the wall clock yeah, around, yeah. Uh, there's a young kid from Western Australia uh, playing in the Caxi game against the English touring side. Yes. Named Jake Carter. Yes. Brilliant fielder. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what he did with the bat. Nothing. At one point, he's fielding a backward point and he dives and a brilliant stop. Full length, right-handed, yeah. you know, grasp dive. What I spied sickened me a little bit. Oh. Young Jakey Carter wearing long, long black socks. Ah. Oh. Jeez. Business socks? Your real business style. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Frederick Harold. Uh, no. None of those numbers. Oh, no, Frederick yeah. Harold. Uh, good plug. No pineapple one. You like that one? Watermelon. Good plug. So just um, clean it up a little bit, Jake. Speaking of cleaning it up. Yes. Johnny Bairstow yeah. was keeping in the game versus the Western Australian 11. Long sleeves? Oh, he had long sleeves, Ooh. so I'll give him that. Keeping in a wide brim hat. Oh, really? Tidy it up, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Fair yeah. income. Yeah. You're the keeper. You're the first choice keeper of one of the most famous cricketing nations in the world. Yes. And you're trotting that stuff out. Oh, Who does he think he, he is? is? Alex Stewart? Oh. Nah, he's got to tidy it up, Ross. I'm sorry, but that's proper village. Oh, that was deep, Bulls. Anyone think you've been on holidays just watching streams of cricket games? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's now time for... Into the compost with Ross. So here we go, right. Alex. Have a listen right, to this. For a buddy six, mate. This will be That's good. Soon. Okay. So Tom Parker has resigned from his job curating the SCG. Uh, yep. He's leaving after being worn down by criticism from the modern generation of players and administrators. Oh, yeah. worn down. He's been there yeah. since 1997. He, I think he, he called them. Hey, Ross, sorry. Yeah. Interrupt. I think he called them entitled little fucks. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to read through some of these quotes, and I've already come to my conclusion about Tom Parker, and you can come to yours. Okay. Uh, he doesn't hide from the fact that more recent pressures associated with the job have taken their toll, 
not least the challenges of juggling the priorities of the venue's tenants, Cricket and the Sydney Swans. Well, fuck me, Tom Parker. If the Sydney Swans don't pay 11 games a year there, where the MCG hosts 50 games of football, you fucking lazy prick. <laughs> oh, Ross off the yeah, long yeah. run. <laughs> Ross off the long run. Oh, and fuck yourself, Tom Parker. <laughs> I Ross always said I'd, 20 paces I'd do this yeah. job until I don't want to do it anymore. Well, maybe the great people of Sydney don't want you to fucking do it anymore either because you do so many <laughs> fuck-ups, you fucking giant waste of space. Oh. The SCG is like a fishbowl with everyone looking in. Everyone looking at your fuck-ups, mate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is how in the compost should go. Oh. Everyone is an expert. The players today, they're different to what it was 10 to 15 years ago. What, they actually make you do your job properly? Oh. <laughs> Everyone's expectations are well and above reality. No, you're fucking living in the 19-fucking-70s where you can't expect to fucking turn around a ground in 38 hours, you fucking idiot. (laughs) It's very hard to win an argument against elite sports people. Well, how about you do your fucking job and stop arguing with elite sports people, you knuckle? Oh. No, but ah, you knuckle. To be fair, yeah. Ross, though, that's a requirement of becoming a groundskeeper at a test oh. venue. You have to have arguments. They don't want to, but you have to. Yeah, well, how about this? In April, the SCG was rated by state captains and match referees as the worst first class venue in Australia. Well, whose fault is that? Yours, Tom fucking Parker. Yeah. Oh, you fucking useless prick. The fucking SCG <laughs> trust should fucking sacked him two years ago. Parker is adamant that officials erred in one of the most controversial episodes of his tenure, abandoning the Sheffield Shield game New South Wales versus Victoria in 2015, which ultimately cost yeah. New South Wales a place in the season fault. No, they fucking didn't. You fucking heard him not getting the ground right, you fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't read this stuff because it's too fucking stupid for words. He looks like... There's a picture of him, and he's got those sort of... He's got glasses on, he's sort of standing there teapot style with a hat on, and he sort of looks like he's special needs. He can't actually see out past the hat. <laughs> Like, he looks like an absolute fucking, like, oh, oh no. go and fuck yourself. Oh, no. I reckon they would have all had a party when he fucked off. They would have just gone, yoo-hoo. Oh, oh. We got rid of him. Oh, we no. got rid of him. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to post that whole, picture. Ross, oh. Dig yourself out of this hole, son. Could, could you imagine if he was the... Allegedly. Sorry. <laughs> I might have to go back and delete that. Okay. No, do not do it. I'll leave gold. Oh. Imagine if he was the groundskeeper at Eddie Had. He'd drive to the Westgate after the first duck. Oh, oh yeah. Imagine the if won't grow. Imagine if, imagine if they put him at the um, MCG and said, oh, you're going to have 50 games of football and just as much cricket. He just yeah, he just yeah. would have walked out. He wouldn't be able to cope. He would have, you know, would have yeah. just, you know. Just what a fuck. So I did read um, an what article about him too, Ross. And he was, because he was having, he, he hates Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah, and he blames all this on Steve Smith. Yep, because yeah. that yeah. grand, the game that got abandoned. He, he, his opinion is that Wade said, "Fine, let's just play; it'll be fine." And even mm. the referees and that did, but Steve Smith wouldn't agree with them, so that's why they called. It. I yeah, think, Steve I think Smith that, did rate that game poor. That I think, think they're actually they're actually different games. That one that Steve oh, Smith okay, gave so, him an absolute yeah. caning on was the one where Hanscom made the double ton. Oh, okay. And got into the oh, test okay, team. I actually yeah. think he has a point there because it was Steve Smith that looked like sour grapes. But yeah. I mean, you can't argue with the, all the state captains and match referees calling your venue the worst in Australia over yeah. the whole season. But um, I'd, like, what a whinger. Do your fucking job properly, you dickhead. Oh. 
I do like it, Ross. So somehow your rants made the um, connection on Skype clearer. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah good. it's weird. Yep. Yeah, good, good work, mate. Yep. So, yeah, Tom Parker, good rinse to bad shit. You know, just yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I think they should turn over the um, waste of these guys space. a bit more often. I think they're just old curmudgeons. Yeah, like. it's, it's not up to the job, clearly. He's got a lanyard around his neck that could look like a couple of ashtrays on the back of it. Like, <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> Maybe we just should keep this show rolling off. along, Ross, before you get too deep into the mire. Oh, righto. Yeah. It's over to Mick now with an Ashes update. Hey. Alrighty, so um, I've gone through the for I've got the English squad and a proposed Australian squad that I've put together, yeah, nice. and I've basically um, done what we do best on this show and just gonna fucking barrel all of them. So both um, barrels, nuts, or just one? Both. Oh, barrels. good, good. So, so I was worried you're gonna do one. Some will be funny and some will miss the mark, and that's how we do things around here. <laughs> uh, so first off, we've got England. So I'm gonna run through the England. So we've got Alistair Cook. England's insomnia cure since 2006. Yeah, good. Uh, we've got Mark Stone, and mate, you look like you're about two spots back from the right on the Evolution chart. <laughs> Joe Rook, you look so young. Sorry, sorry, Ross. Tom Parker style. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Root, you look so young, all your group is a Catholic priest. <laughs> Darwin Milan, that's not how you spell David, numbnuts. <laughs> Gary Balance, a middle, a middle order batter who averages 37. You should move to New Zealand. You've been a bona fide Hall of Famer. <laughs> James Vince, your name if your name was any blander, it'd be steamed white rice. <laughs> <laughs> Moan Ali. Yeah, I can't I can't say much about you, Moan, it's PC, so I'm gonna say is fuck you, Moan yeah, Ali. Yeah. Look out for David Warner, he might come <laughs> swinging. Johnny Besto, keep up. <laughs> you couldn't keep beers cold if you had fridges for hands. There you go. <laughs> Mason Crane. The answer to the trivia question, who was England's failed leg-spinning leg experiment of the 2017-18 yes, Ashes? There he is. There he's, <laughs> there he's warming up. Ben Folks, by the end of this tour, it'll be, that's all, folks. Oh, <laughs> oh now yes, we're talking. Chris, Chris Wokes, rhymes with joke for a good fucking reason. Mm. Stuart Broad, you're a cunt. Yeah, good call. Hey. Uh, James Anderson. The Barmy Army love a good Jimmy Anderson song. So here's one for you. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, do yourself a favour and fucking retire. <laughs> Jake Ball, Ball by name, Ball Fondler by nature. Oh, there he is. That's how he's warm. Craig Overton, by the end of this tour, there's a good chance it'll be Overton and out. <laughs> and Tom Curran, another South African not good enough to cut it at home. At this point in time, South Africa's biggest export is English fucking cricketers. Yeah, now we're talking. And Ben Stokes, well, fuck you. Um, yeah. So we move on to Australia. Oh, yes, please. So Dave Warner. So dumb that if you put his brain in a canary, it'd fly backwards. Yes. Matt Renshaw. The question is, what would, men, what would Matt Renshaw be without cricket? That's the it. answer? A virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Usman Khawaja. You would, have, you would have to be the only Pakistani bloke in the world who can't make runs in the subcontinent. Yes. Steve Smith, you spend so much time selling shit on Instagram, I'm waiting for you to announce that people can sign up to your uncensored Snapchat via Patreon. <laughs> Peter Hanscom, you're Victorian and we love you. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Leave him out. Hilton Cartwright, the man whose neck is wider than his head. Hank, you are a walking thumb. <laughs> there, you're a thumb stop. Matthew Wade, well, you make sure boys look like a good bloke. How's he in your squad, please? Ah, fucking fuck it. He's an incumbent keeper. <laughs> Josh Hazelwood, you are so boring that the colour beige asked for its personality back. 
Patrick Cummings, I just hope you don't break down by the end of this segment. Let's <laughs> leave <laughs> that. That's a good one. Yeah. Mitch Stark, I am convinced that they staged the moon landings on your face. Oh, oh great oh, style. Yeah, good one. Nathan Lyon, I really look forward to your new variation you've been working on for this summer. It's called The One That Turns. Hey, <laughs> cop that, Alex. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm on Mitch Marsh. Glenn Maxwell, says he's been working on his technique to try and be more patient. I guess this means he doesn't reverse sweep until the second ball now. <laughs> oh, Victoria Brule flies out the window for Ashton Ager, pretty looking like a, like a male model doesn't translate into wickets and runs. Yeah, good call. <laughs> and Jake Lehman, I've seen better melons in the dumps to be on coals. And that is oh, done. Yes. Yeah, nice. Done. nice. Real brutal stuff on the moon landing, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. That's a favourite of yours, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. I always go that on. <laughs> right. So, um, talking, give you a quick Ashes update. Uh, England have a few injuries. Steve Finn's gone home after the first net session of the tour. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of those guys, uh, the name there, one of the bowlers got injured in that. Ball. Jake Ball yeah, sprained Jake his ankle. Ball. Yeah. Mm. Did they get and many Mullen more? Ali's injured as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's injured. He's out to like the 20th of November with a knee thing, I think. Could they get more many blokes with four-letter surnames and four-letter Just first names? Shit like, names, aren't they? Ah, oh, Cook, blokes Root, Ball, Bell, Trot. Oh, if I, I know that's not four, but yeah, and then... Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, no, that's uh, Joe. Yeah, mm. Stuart. Stew Broad. Yeah, Yeah, right, cool. You're just naming names now. (laughs) (laughs) David, Alex, (laughs) Tom Parker. Ooh. Okay. No, I know. I've just posted his picture on Facebook, so if you can have a look at it now. I'm really paying attention to Nasser's episode. I'm sick with them, mate. Just off on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Just Don't worry, Ross. I laughed at it enough for both of us. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Nathan Coulter-Niles got a hot spot on a former pressure zone or something, so he's out indefinitely. Shit. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? A hot spot <laughs> on a former pressure zone? What the fuck? Not a current pressure zone. He's got a zone. bad back or something. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. Here we go. He's got a hamstring-related uh, lower back problem. He had suffered a recurrence of back travel, specifically a hot, in air quotes, Ooh. hot spot on a previous stress fracture. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. Might as well put him down, I reckon. Get the yeah. curtain out. Yeah, real clegs. When you've so, got a hot spot on a former pressure zone. Yeah, yeah. Previous stress fracture. Yeah, you're cactus, cactus mate. Yeah. So that, the, this is Dan Bredig writing on the Crick Info website. He believes that the next bowler in line is um, Jackson oh, Bird. What about Chad Sayers? Didn't he get no, he reckons, the... Yeah, he reckons Chad Sayers is fifth in line and he doesn't nominate a sixth. But I would have thought Pierre Siddle might be a chance if they want a I stock would. bowler. No, not way bold on the fucking... He's terrible. Sloppy Reed. No, if anyone's coming out of Victoria's Tremaine at bowling at the moment. He had a good uh, matador, but anyway, that's different cricket, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, hang on, Ross. Didn't mm. they pull Bird out of the late, the last Shield game before the Ashes? No. Oh, did they? I don't know, maybe. I think they did, yeah. Oh, you might be well, right. Well, him and... Um, Tidy up, Ross. So what's uh, Sam Rainbow's going to do? Hurst. I think they pulled out all the bowls except for Sayers, <laughs> and that's basically like someone said, like, if the Cricket Australia ever wanted to say, hey, Chad Sayers, get fucked, yeah. this is exactly how they did it. Yeah, that's right. I'm with you, boss. I think Rainbow they've done that a few times. Hmm. 
Yeah, I've got no likes yet on my Tom Parker photo, but anyway. Uh, you <laughs> you <laughs> sound like a bloody 15-year-old girl. Yeah, <laughs> did, yeah. You met, did you mention uh, the word Down Syndrome on the post? Because uh, that's probably uh, why you got no likes, mate. I said Tom Parker, good riddance whinger. That's all I wrote. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. I would have used fuckwit, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, more PC. Back over the uh, <laughs> sort of your mental health type uh, uh, arrangement. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call about... Beyond Blue. Uh... <laughs> And just write that comment, then put the phone number for Beyond Blue. Yeah. 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 Um, I could have gone harder. How about you stick to yeah, making cricket pitches and stop? Yeah, good arguments. one, Ross. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is harder. That is harder. Oh, jeez. That's why I kept it. That's why I kept it short. Yeah. 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 Oh, My yeah, eyebrows okay. have just been burnt off at the <laughs> heat coming off this bloody microphone. There we go, on Shit. Yeah, pretty good. We move on to. <laughs> The next segment, which it's listener feedback. So first of all, it's over to you, Mick. Alrighty. So I've got um, our good our good uh, friend from the UK, uh, Mr. Denzel Washington's wrote back to us again. So um, so as he writes, yes. now then, lads. Oh, there he is. Stokes. They suppressed the story about Stokes and Hale buying shots all night for the two gay men to give Stokes time to get Harley married. Ah, <laughs> I just feel sorry for the wives. <laughs> I look forward to Stokes travelling to Australia and the and the story turning around to being about homophobic abuse from the Aussie savages in the crowd. That's it. <laughs> we are savages, aren't we? Maybe if he gets the Holden V8 Ute, the crowds will be nicer. Or should he get a Ford? Maybe oh, being, he knows he's funny. Yeah, he knows, he knows he's Australia. Australia. He's Maybe he's being lying low to give him time to grow a mulch. <laughs> <laughs> on the likelihood of someone not recognising Stokes, this is what we talked about in the other episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they Most people they in England aren't interested in cricket at all. And we're near Ireland and Scotland, so every third guy you see is a big ginger. He looks like he just got out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Mitherington is a Yorkshire word meaning bothering or pestering. Oh, I yeah. spoke about that. Oh, P.S. Yeah. Kudos on the Denzel Washington gag. I've never heard that before. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought he would have heard that. I think... I'm pretty happy about the sound quality now. The first episode I heard was worse than the others. Keep it up. Cheers, D. Thank you, Denzel. When, yeah, have you noticed Denzel. Have you noticed tonight no interruptions at this end? Other than Alex obviously talking over the top of me constantly. It's been, yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's been good. No yeah. mithering. Yeah. Yeah. So, so second lot of listener feedback, it's over to you, Alex. Okay, so listen to feedback from Better Mate Ant. Um, he lists his email address here, which I'm not going to read out online. <laughs> yeah. um, the subject is podcast feedback, which I think he sent through to the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> since that whing- since that whinging pom, Mr. Percy or whatever, had Mr. a crack. Percy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to let you know he isn't the only listener with some red-hot tips for you and so... For you, and coming. so I'm going to put the boot in our Alex Hales gag. Yeah, good gag. one. Not yeah, a bad yeah, one. Bad. Yeah. Ross, good job on the technical aspects of audio, mostly. Just sometimes your channel is a bit loud, and almost always the podcast as a whole is a bit low for him. Oh, yeah. He is a farmer and does work next to loud headers, so maybe it's a little bit Turn of turn the fucking volume up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe noise is giving you a high readout for average DBA or whatever, but voices are a bit low. I've no idea what that means. Yeah. Uh, maybe take some other feedback before fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> the other problem with audio is, and th- uh, this is a biggie, is the source material. <laughs> I all of us. Yeah. Fortunately, I have put a plan into action that may help, but otherwise, I think only you guys can fix it. 
For my part, I left a note at John Connor's house telling him that where John would be hiding, and have requested in, to, in return the machine to send a T1000 to the Eagle Bar on Friday night, 2001, to stop on Ross's nuts, so he may, may never sire children. <laughs> <coughs> so, dot, 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 that's my plan. Ross, record in the shed, send the missus and kids shopping. Record after bedtime, buy a house with a recording studio. <laughs> The whole point of living in country Victoria is houses are cheap, so get a bigger one for fuck's sake. <laughs> also, Mick, shut the fuck up occasionally. <laughs> Bring back the trivia. I know it's a bit of work to research and that shit, but it's grouse. Oh, I just kept winning it. Hmm. Uh, shall I, so, the... is he asking for more questions about what sort of chairs are in the change room? Yeah, 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 yeah. more wicked yes, chairs. Yeah, definitely. A chair aficionado. <laughs> Love the Marsh Diaries. There you go, Ross. Tick. Yeah, tick. Hate the Sean Tate Diaries. <laughs> the, only Ross, bloke, uh, the only bloke in Australia who hates the Sean Tate Diaries. Well, I hate it too. I just secretly laugh at it. So, yeah. oh. I hate your fucking segment too. So fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really handling this one, Mick. <laughs> I don't do criticism. with yeah. <laughs> I reckon the cans might come off soon. You might club someone. <laughs> In summary, great podcast. With a bit of tweaking, we'll be right to go for another 50 eps. Oh, and thanks, Alex, for telling us the trees we played in Boxing Day Cricket. Played Boxing Day Cricket in with the ones you were whacking off in. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. I can't believe you told me. <laughs> <laughs> Regards, Ant. On you, Ant. Thanks for your feedback. Yeah, man. we do appreciate any feedback, no matter how many um, toes get stopped on that. Oh, we appreciate it. We won't listen. Well, it's almost Nando's time, Ross, so... Yes, it is indeed. Uh, and that's a callback if anyone, you know, was listening to the first episode. No, episode one, Cheeky Nando's. Ah, I get it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I reckon we can outlast Nando's. No one wants overpriced Portuguese chicken these days. No. <laughs> Yuck. No one. Yuck. No one. Gross. Right. Well, that's, that's a wrap. We're all done. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good listener feedback. I, I, yeah. I oh, actually, every listener to... Yes, yes. No, You're no, interrupting me now. No, That's sorry. You continue. <laughs> okay, so I, just, I want our listeners to give us that sort of feedback. Go mm. as hard as you like. Tell us what we really need to fix, because uh, we do actually take it on board, even though we're joking about it now, mm. and we appreciate the feedback. Fuck off, football show. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would agree we're with still that. still going, Bull. I would like uh, more, more feedback, the better. I had a, a very uh, pithy... Comment from Tip Madsley, our Surf Coast Ooh. correspondent. Ooh, he said like on the last co- on the last podcast, it was great when I told Alex to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, my better mates were uh, yeah, pretty damning on my performance in the last episode. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not have too many pre cognacs before this one. <laughs> oh, right, I see. Yeah. yeah, so I had some feedback about your last episode too. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Fucking <laughs> weird. All right, right. We've got the sound bites now. We officially jumped the shark. Yeah, look, no. Look, the sandboard out there. I just queued it up on my mixing desk and garage band and put that together for you. That <laughs> no, was good, great. Mate. I'm yeah. really glad I did that. That went down a treat. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as well as the Tom Parker comment. That's going. All right. Nah, leave it in, mate. <laughs> we're You're on, a coward if you take We're that on out. all major social media and podcast platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook. 
Facebook, Twitter, at Midoff Cricket, on our website, midoffcricketpodcast.wix.com slash home, where you can send us some feedback. Our next podcast will be in a fortnight on Saturday night of the first test. Hold on to your hats. Until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. Fuck with Dominic. See ya, Ross. See ya, Ross. Sharp, that was. Still going, mate. Yeah. Still going strong at this end, too. Done.